I'm a handshake and tape. I'm a spud with a plane. I'm a miracle that's greater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up a cough. I'm doing the best I can. The drum tater. Good morning, my fellow Trump taters. Another Monday morning. Uh, the weeks just kind of melt into each other, and before we know it, 2020 will be over. And uh, <laughs> I just hope 2021 doesn't uh, do- doesn't follow the course. So anyway, I'm going to get on to my Trump tater of the day, and just a reminder to all my fellow Trump taters out there and those listening to the program the first time of what a Trump tater is. A Trump tater is someone who outclasses, outshines, outperforms, defeats someone or something, a dependable and exemplary person. Um, I own a baked potato restaurant in Ogden, Utah, and people were suggesting that Trump looked like a potato, and then they were calling him a Trump-tater like a dictator. And I thought, you know, we can't have that. So I created this adorable character that you get on our uh, website, uh, TrumpTater, T-A-T-E-R.com, and you'll find this adorable character, and we have made him into a mascot. First, it was a two-dimensional character, then we made him into a three-dimensional character and had a mascot made up. We took this mascot with us to Washington, D.C. last week, and we had him at Christmas Village in downtown Ogden this weekend. And uh, But I, the most important thing um, is, the, is the terminology. What does a Trump-tater mean? And I looked it up in the dictionary, and that is the definition of a Trump-tater. So given that little preface there, I'm going to talk about who our Trump-tater of the day is, and it is Patrick Byrne. Patrick Byrne is the entrepreneur. He was the one that created Overstock.com in 1999. And uh, a couple of years ago, I listen to this. Uh, He stepped down from Overstock and Jonathan Johnson overtook Overstock in its full leadership. And uh, for those of you in Utah, Jonathan Johnson ran for governor a couple of terms back against uh, Governor Herbert. And uh, so Jonathan now is fully running Overstock.com. And Patrick Burns has kind of been in hiding, but uh, came out with this video a couple of years ago. And I thought, wow, this is really bizarre stuff. Uh, and initially I thought, man, this guy, <laughs> you know, is a little shaky on him, but man, he, he has basically been in hiding. Hey, Brian, have you seen Patrick Burns out at all? Okay. Uh, and I don't blame him for being in hiding because the information he came out with is just, uh, it's right out of a, uh, uh, one of those, what is it, Born Legacy or uh, what are those Born movies? Yeah, it's right out of the Born movies. <laughs> I, and I'm not good at recalling movies and titles and actors and and musicians, but uh, I watch these with my husband, and that's that's who it reminds me of is out of these uh, movies there. But uh, he came out and he said that the FBI contacted him back in 2015, wanting him to participate in a sting operation against Hillary Clinton. Now, the reason they contacted him is he, one, he does business all over the world and has affiliates um, in different governments all over the world. And so that she had taken a $20 million bribe from Turkey uh, just right before this and said they wanted a sting operation on him to set up a meeting with um, a foreign country and uh, where she could have a private meeting and be offered. Um, and what was offered was $18 million bribe. And uh, so he got it all set up. She w- took this meeting and was managed to do it off of her book so it doesn't show. Uh, and you see that all the time in the Democrat uh, as things come in. Oh, well, that wasn't on the books. And the, but the meeting comes out. Oh, well, they must have missed that on the calendar. But uh, Anyway, so it was intentionally set up so it would not be on her travel calendar. Had this 10, 15-minute meeting set up with this foreign entity in which an $18 million bribe was given and accepted. And uh, three days later, the FBI contacts Patrick Burns and says, wait, just pretend all that didn't happen. And he says, well, what do you mean, pretend it didn't happen? And uh, they said, well, the powers to be have said that Hillary is going to be definitely the next president of the United States. And any of us that were part of this uh, sting operation, uh, she will have our heads, in, including you. 
And so now you have to understand this was end of 2015, beginning of 2016, long before the presidential election. And uh, so he sat on this a few days and then came back to the FBI with three, oh, how did he word it? Federal agents uh, from Salt Lake and uh, said, hey, this isn't setting right with me. What's going on? And uh, and so they he, they basically told him that uh, she would be the next president of the United States, that the decision's been made, that the Obama had people in the Department of Justice and the FBI, and that she would be the next president of the United States. And so he was given a, a, a picture ahead of time of what was going to take place and how um, the decision had been made. So again, it, even if you look about how the primary took place that year um, with Donna Brazil and all the other players out there, um, the decision had been made in the Democratic Party, and they definitely cheated out. Not that I'm a Bernie Sanders fan, because I'm not, but uh, he was cheated out in the Democratic Party of uh, that nomination in the 2016. And so the fix went continued, and they thought they had the fix down. Um, and uh, so he he was given this uh, knowledge ahead of time. Well, he hasn't, to my knowledge, really been out in the public uh, very much at all. So he recently came out again and gave some further clarification that uh, he was basically given the uh, the nod or the suggestion that, hey, shut up and be quiet and we'll make sure you become a very wealthy billionaire if you keep this stuff until after 2020. Well, then that's when he came out with this video and told people what happened. And I don't think the media never took him serious. The media never had him on. Even Fox News didn't really take him serious on this. But uh, I mean, in, in this operation, so I'm going to go back to this original operation. He said it's called Operation Snow Globe. So what he thought he was doing was being a patriot and setting up and showing Hillary Clinton as a, a corrupt politician in America. But that's not what he found out he was doing. He was basically setting up the FBI and our intelligence community and the Obama administration in what was called Operation Snow Globe. And that was basically where they would have the goods on Hillary Clinton and they would be able to, you know, a little snow globe where you can shake it up and and uh, and um, make sure she's conforming to what they want. So it was never to actually have um, a consequence for Hillary Clinton uh, for the American people. It was strictly to have Hillary Clinton be controlled by the powers to be, meaning our intelligence communities and at that time the Obama administration. And so anyway, he was disgusted with the whole uh, thing that he had participated in because uh, it was done under false pretenses of what he was uh, doing. And then it was being shut down. So anyway, supposedly, and he has uh, the, um, oh, who's in charge of the investigation right now, Brian? I just lost my brain. Uh, Hort, uh, oh, anyway, the the guy that they put in charge, of, and I'll come up with this name in a minute, uh, of the current investigation of uh, the Russia hoax and everything that went on there with the FISA investigations. And so this Operation Snow Globe has been uncovered. It did take place, and Bob Bar uh, William Barr's familiar with it. And uh, anyway, so Patrick Burns, um, and we'll continue this conversation because it gets into this weekend and putting all these pieces together with Sidney Powell and General Flynn, and uh, and what they what they know. Um, anyway, it's just it's mind boggling. <laughs> And it's hard to keep up with. It's like every day, you know, you're waking up and to this twilight zone nightmare that you had thinking, could all this stuff be real? Is this the country I live in? And uh, if it is, how do we go forward from here? And how do we as American people challenge the corruptness within our intelligence communities and uh, within our elite pol political um establishment, both Republican and Democrat. Um, it's tough. I, 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 so anyway, we got a lot more on Patrick Burns, and he is definitely our Trump tater of the day. He's putting himself out there in a way that he didn't have to. Again, he's he's got a ton of money, and uh, 
he could have lived a nice life and but instead he's being a true patriot and american and he's coming forward with the information he has and trying to get some accountability um out there for these corrupt politicians and so that we can get our country back on course and that we can be a democracy again uh, which I don't feel like maybe we have been in some time now. So we'll be back on the Trump Tater. Don't forget to look us up on TrumpTater.com. In a minute, more on Patrick Burns. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC 83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Okay, welcome back to the Trump Tater. We're going to follow up a little bit more on Patrick Burns. Probably not going to be able to get all that one in on this man because I uh, definitely just want to give him the Patriot and Trump Tater the Day Award. So it turns out Patrick Burns was in on this meeting over the weekend with the president and Sidney Powell and General Flynn and other uh, White House attorneys and uh, he has nothing kind to say about some of the people surrounded by Trump in the sense not Sidney Powell and General Flynn but others these cowardless uh, career politicians that are looking for their next uh, 
next, 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 whatever their next job, I guess is the the word I'm looking for to continue being part of the elite establishment or um, political establishment. So he goes on to say in a, 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 on a Twitter feed, Pat, Betrayed from within, Patrick Burns blasts the White House staff after attending a meeting with President Trump, Sidney Powell, and General Flynn. Uh, Betrayed from within. So let me click on this and I'll be able to read more of what took place. It says, former overstock Patrick Burns blasted President Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and White House lawyers in comments posted online Sunday about a meeting at the White House Friday night with Trump about contested presidential election that Burns attended with his with attorney Sidney Powell and former National Security Advisor General Flynn. Saying that Trump is being portrayed from within, Burns also denied reporting uh, that a military coup or martial law was being discussed. Uh, my involvement is I was in the room when it happened. The raised voices included my own. I can promise you President Trump is being terribly served by his advisors. They want him to lose and are lying to him. He is surrounded by uh, mendacious mediocrities. Um, I hope I said that right. In addition, uh, any suggestion if there was talk about a military coup or martial law is also a flat out lie, 100% false. I was there for four and a half hours. I heard the entire conversation and that is 100% fabrication. Uh, so anyway, he goes on to to talk about the White House counsel and uh, again, Mark Meadows, which terribly disappoints me because I like Mark Meadows. And I'm thinking, who can Trump put around him that's going to have the cojones to stand up and do what's right? I mean, we see, you know, there for a while we had a little bit of hope in Bill Barr and uh, and I think Bill Barr is an honorable man, but I think he's definitely been part of this elite political establishment for some time. And uh, and perhaps it's just too muddy for him. But uh, anyway, Bill Barr, just going to slip this side note in, uh, came out. He's supposed to be uh, officially resigned in two days. Thank goodness. Uh, but suggested that um, that he has sees no reason to put a special counsel in for Hunter Biden just for the reason of having the American people to feel that. Justice is going to be served regardless of how that turns out is reason to appoint a special counsel for Hunter Biden. Um, but Bill Barr doesn't see that the same with the election the election fraud or however you want to be perceived. But to make sure and give the American people confidence in whatever the outcome that uh, for whatever reason, Bill Barr doesn't see that. So anyway, he goes back to this meeting that took place. And his in conclusion was, don't trust anyone except Flynn and Sidney Powell. And I'm I'm kind of with him on that right now. And uh, yet, you know, we see Chris Christie out over the weekend saying, keep Powell and General Flynn away from Trump, that they're nuts. And I'm sitting here going, "Okay, is Chris Christie compromised as well? I believe he is. Um, He is definitely a. A sunshine friend, you know, when things are good, he's there for Trump. When things turn a little gray, you know, he quickly distanced himself. And uh, so anyway, uh, Chris Christie, I believe, is compromised. So we'll get into um, some compromised people in just a minute. But uh, I'm going to go on talking about uh, some of the tweets that uh, Patrick Burns put out. Meadows and legal staff led by GC uh Kipalone, I'm not sure that reflexively shoot down every sober discussion or ideal presented. Their frame of mind is automatic. We better not try that. It may not work. It would hurt your reputation in the press. What reputation in the press? The press has killed President Trump from the very beginning. He has no reputation with the press. With the American people, yes, but that's not going to hurt his followers. We all know that. This was fraud and and whatever Trump does to try to defend himself, we're going to support. Um, No kidding. They say stuff like this all the time. They tell to President Trump. So it goes on and to talk about two other lawyers, Eric and Derek uh, Meadows, wants him to concede and transition also for I hope President Trump, no matter what happens, does not concede this election. He may have to move on and let Joe Biden take over on the 20th if nothing is resolved. But uh, 
again, I'm just amazed on the spineless Republicans that we have and uh, just one after another. So that just goes to tell you how how corrupt things are at so many levels that uh, in and probably how complicit so many people have been in this corruption uh, that they have to continue to play their part in it and make sure it doesn't get out there to the American people. Um, so David Ayer, I believe that's how you say it, he says, I'm convinced the U.S. establishment, including the Republican establishment, have decided to end the Trump era. They want the Biden-Harris and the globalist reset. The reason they have resorted to such extreme measures is because the reset time is critical. They need the U.S. on board now. So this all goes back to this global re- uh, reset. And Patrick Burns uh, tweeted on this, correct, that that's what it's all about. Um, again, for those of us who are, you know, these average American people just trying to earn enough money to put food on the table and pay our rents and take our family on a vacation on occasion, um, this all kind of flies over our head. I mean, we don't think in these terms that the corruption uh, that exists um, in our own government. And so we're all having to wake up. One of the books that I think I'll start reading online is uh, C.S. Lewis's this, The Screw Tape Letters. Have you read that book, Brian? And I, I think it's a book that gets overlooked. I've never seen a, mu- uh, a play or anything on The Screw Tape Letters. Have you? Has there been a player movie? But it's one that I really feel we're living through. Um, just how we we just stay occupied with all these things that, you know, they're of importance because they're part of our daily lives. And some things that just occupy our thoughts, the mindless movies we watch or the music we're listening to or uh, we're basically we're having our freedoms and everything uh, taken away. Um And so that's kind of where I see that we've been in America today. Um, Turning Point USA has been having their their weekend conference for our college students, which is so important because we have to get younger conservatives on board because it is truly their their generation and their country that's going to be taken away. We're probably going to be able to live through another 10 years with some moderate freedoms. Um, But beyond that, it's going to be they're going to quickly disappear if we don't stand up and really fight for those. And everybody's going to have to be awake um, and aware of what's going on. We no longer have time to, to live in this um, pretend world of, you know, eat, drink and be merry and, you know, love the entertainment around us and just get caught up in, in things that uh, are trivial. Not that those aren't enjoyable, but uh, when such important things are taking place around us, We've got to be more aware of what's happening and uh, be more mindful so we can take action. So anyway, we're going to be back on the Trump Tater to talk about some other things that have taken place this weekend, including uh, an agreement on this stimulus package um, with um, our House and Senate and the president to sign soon and some of the reactions and uh, with Nancy Pelosi and others that uh, just blow my mind and kind of, you know, you have that little throw up in your mouth that you have to swallow back down. Well, that's how this uh, this agreement's worked out for me. Back on the Trump Tinder in just a minute. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A new strain of COVID-19 is being reported in the United Kingdom. U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams says it does not hinder the coronavirus vaccines combating the virus. People to know that viruses mutate all the time, and that does not mean that this virus is any more dangerous. We don't even know if it's really more contagious yet or not, or if it just happened to be a strain that was involved in a super spreader event. Right now, we have no indications that it is going to hurt uh, our ability to continue vaccinating people or that it is any more dangerous or deadly than the strains that are currently out there and that we know about. Italy, Austria, the Netherlands, Saudi Arabia, and Belgium have announced plans to restrict travel from the U.K. 
A coronavirus relief deal was reached in Congress Sunday. The House and Senate were expected to vote on the legislation on Monday. It contains temporary $300 per week supplemental jobless benefits and $600 direct stimulus payments to most Americans. USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. The president is planning another trip to Georgia to help keep Washington, D.C. a two-party system. USA Radio News' Jeremy Scott has the details. President Donald Trump tweeted on Sunday that he will visit the Peach State the day before two Senate runoffs in January for control of the U.S. Senate. Trump saying as badly as we were treated in Georgia by the Republican governor and Republican secretary of state, we must have a massive victory for two great people. Senators Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue face off against Democrats Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff on January 5th. From the USA Radio Radio News Oregon Bureau, I'm Jeremy Scott. Rocket attacks by Iran-backed militias into an area housing the U.S. Embassy in Iraq killed at least one local civilian and damaged the embassy compound, according to U.S. diplomatic sources. Eight small rockets launched by Iranian forces specifically targeted the Green Zone, according to Secretary of State Michael Pompeo. He strongly condemned the attacks in a statement released Sunday. Pompeo called Iranian-backed militias the most serious impediment to helping Iraq return to peace and prosperity. USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Kid. We're going to wrap up this with Patrick Burns. Sorry to take so much time on this, but it's really, it's really crucial to understand this because this is a man that's worked inside with the intelligence communities, has been given basically insight to who makes the decisions on who will win the presidency. So Hillary Clinton, he was told in the beginning, even before the primaries were over, was going to be the winner of both the Democratic Party and the um, and the general election. So this should really bother Democrats as well as Republicans, because it's not just democracy being stolen from Republicans and conservatives. It's democracy being stolen from all of us. Uh, we're all being deceived on this. Um, again, it was quite blatant, and I'm just shocked and disgusted with Fox News for bringing on, oh, man, my Donna Brazil. Why would they bring on Donna Brazil onto Fox News after, as a contributor to CNN, that she openly admitted to cheating and giving Hillary Clinton the uh, debate questions? And uh, multiple other infractures there. So we basically brought on a cheat and a liar to be a commentator to Fox News that will discuss future elections and the current one. Um, So, again, it's not just Republicans who should be concerned. It's all of Americans. So I'm going to go on and with Patrick Byrne. Uh, Someone asked him, is this winnable or is Trump not willing to buck the system and fight? So Patrick says it's 100% winnable. No martial law required. Sinead and Flynn presented a course that I estimate have a 50 to 75% chance of victory. His staff just tried to convince him to do nothing but accept it. As a CEO, my heart broke to see what is going. he is going through. He is betrayed from within. And he has been betrayed from within from the very beginning. Um. So somebody asked him, makes sense uh, to them that Trump should concede because Trump won't win. That's pretty obvious. There's just no path to victory anymore and no time left to change that. Now, if Trump uh, truly believes he won, then obviously he he shouldn't concede. So Patrick Burns responds back. He truly does believe he won and he truly did win. I did not vote for him, but I don't want to see our country hijacked in a PSYOP. So anyway, So this is something that kind of puzzled me is Patrick Byrne did not vote for Trump, but is willing to stand up because he sees the urgency of democracy being taken away from us. Um, 
And so he goes on, why doesn't he fire them, Patrick? He's too nice. Thinks it will look bad in the uh, the press. Nonsense to that. And then uh, he goes on to say that he wants to fight on. They're bending over backwards to come up with reasons to tell him he can't do anything. He needs to fire all them or he loses. And uh, Patrick goes on to kind of end. He says, I'm not afraid of these weasels, a greasy slickster like Patrick. And I can't say his last name. Silipone, Sipalone, leaks. How do you say it? Okay. Leaks lies to the New York Times. I tell the truth publicly. So I guess uh, this attorney of, of the president's is the one that leaked the lies about ta- discussing um the um, military coup or the, um, the I'm trying to think of what the other word was. Uh, my brain is hurting this morning, but anyway, where Patrick Burns is basically saying, you know, I'm willing to come out and speak uh, the truth openly, not doing these little behind door telling the press secretly. No intelligence was involved. It was a White House general counsel and his team. Uh, and then he, Patrick Burns shows pictures of him at the White House. So there's nobody that thinks Patrick Burns is off on no man's land. His story is legitimate. Um, and again, this was not someone who necessarily was a, a, a Trump supporter back in 2016, but sees that our democracy is in danger. So uh, again, the, the um, Trump tater of the day is Patrick Burns. So if you don't know who he is, Google him. Look him up, read his story, listen to his videos that he has out there, and uh, you'll see how sincere and uh, believable he is on this. So I'll just encourage everyone to do that. Uh, Another one that I would like to talk about on uh, compromise, because I mentioned Chris Christie earlier, that I feel like he's been compromised because all of a sudden he's coming out and uh, suggesting that Sidney Powell and General Flynn, who I believe are the two most genuine American people at this time and have nothing to gain other than trying to defend their country from this corrupt, fraudulent election. And Chris Christie's basically uh, shouting out there, keep these people out of the White House. Well, somebody else that's been compromised is Judge Roberts, Judge John Roberts. Um, And I, I have felt Judge Roberts has been compromised for a long time. I just thought, what do they have on him? And uh, so one of the things, I don't know how this hasn't came out, but Lynn Woods uh, has again, boldly. And uh, this is an attorney that um, he should know better if, if this isn't true, but he's been coming out and talking about judge Roberts being compromised for some time. And then, then it came out that he was on the flight records to Epstein Island. Um, And then pictures have came out this past week of him both out on the beach of Epstein Island and also cozying up to Christina, whatever her name is. Um, Epstein's uh, pimp, basically the the woman that went out and got all these young girls for Epstein and his buddies. And uh, so the reason I believe this is true, there's multiple reasons. One, Judge Roberts hasn't came out and denied it. Uh, Lynn Woods, as an attorney, knows that he would be subject to, you know, libel laws and some other uh, criminal, I shouldn't say criminal, but definitely um, civil lawsuits uh, for this type of accusation. But the biggest reason is Facebook hasn't faced uh, fact checked it. There's been no fact checks on any of these allegations from Lynn Wood or the others that are going through um, right now on Judge Roberts. And uh, there's been no denials. So again, I believe Judge Roberts has been incredibly compromised. He was the judge that was on board overseeing these FISA court as far as the one that's over the FISA court. Um, he made an open statement back in August that I mentioned the other day uh, to another fellow Supreme Court justice saying he would not allow uh, President Trump to win this election. And, uh, you know, what other than his vote, what does Judge Roberts have? Well, he has the Supreme Court. And, uh, and so for him to say he would not allow uh, he must have known that there, this would probably come to the Supreme Court because with along with the FISA applications and other things that he had to know were fraudulent, that he he has to be on the end um, of this fraudulent election as well. So anyway, just a real heartbreaking um, 
time for America that are it's that we can no longer even trust our Supreme Court justices. But hopefully, we have a big enough balance in there that uh, that we can override any influence. But it makes you wonder if Judge Roberts is compromised. Who else is compromised? Uh, who else went to Epstein's Island? Who I definitely believe at this point is nothing more than probably an FBI or CIA operation. Um, and Epstein was just a, a tool, just like they tried to use Patrick Burns as a tool um, in this operation. Um, anyway, it's just like, wake up, America. I mean, <laughs> but nobody necessarily wants to wake up. And even even when you kind of know these things are happening, it's like, ah, I'm just going to go back to living my life because this is just too much. Um so now, uh, just know that Judge Judge Roberts is definitely compromised in some way. If he's not, he ought to stand up and start defending his name and his character. Um, so I'm going to go on to this compromise that was made over the weekend in our behalf. And the 600 me, uh, little measly dollars that's going to go out to every uh, American or most Americans. And again, I'm not one for a government handout. Um, however, when the government shuts our businesses down, uh, stops our economies from working, um, Tulsi Gabbard mentioned something the other day that I'm, I'm kind of like Tulsi right now. And no wonder the Democratic Party kind of shunned her because she's a free thinker and she's not controlled by the establishment. So Tulsi's got a few things. But one of the things she mentioned the other day was that she feels that the, the all these um corporations that have been allowed to stay open and who are thriving Amazon example who are thriving and making more profits than ever made before should have to surrender part of their profits and give to those businesses who have been forced to shut down. I'm not, I'm not one for the redistribution, if I can say that right of wealth, but in this circumstance, I think I'm going to have to say yes. Kudos to Tulsi on this. Um, We'll get back in just a minute and talk more about uh, where we're going and the stimulus package that was signed and how it's going to impact Americans. Uh, back on the Trump Tater in just a minute. Oh, I was told I have 20 more seconds. So um, Tulsi Gabbard, just another thing, along with Sarah Palin and some others, are encouraging um, President Trump to pardon Julian Assange. And I have mentioned this past in previous programs, and I definitely feel at this point that we should free Julian Assange and, uh, and, and pardon him. He's basically been a prisoner for a number of years anyway inside the Ecuadorian um, embassy, and now he's in a, a prison in solitary confinement. His health is declining in Great Britain. But uh, to me, he's been a brave journalist, even if we don't agree with his uh his style. So anyway, back on the Trump Tater in just a minute. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. 
Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. Just don't even know where to start on the next uh, chapter. But I think I'm going to start on Pelosi. And uh, what a corrupt, evil woman she is. I don't even know what to say about Pelosi. But uh, her and Wolf Blitzer are going at it again. And Wolf Blitzer, believe it or not, I'm not a Wolf Blitzer fan, but... uh, you know, he was calling her out on, you know, why it took her so long, why she played politics with this and how people are really hurting and uh, why this $900 billion deal was more acceptable than the $1.8 trillion that was offered, you know, months before. Well, it's more acceptable because uh, Trump is no longer, you know, the election's over. Um, and then all these crazy stuff that she keeps trying to put in to this package to help American people. Uh, from voter, uh, different voter laws that she wants to change to padding the pockets of Democratic uh, constituents. And so anyway, Wolf is kind of letting her have it on this. So uh, he goes on to talk about, uh, you know, the, the food lines and everything. And then Nancy Pelosi says, you know, well, we're feeding the people. We're feeding the people. And uh, just makes me ill. Because people don't want the government to be feeding them. We don't want to be at the hands of mercy of the government for these $600 petty. Um, Not that saying the $600 isn't going to be helpful to many Americans because anything right now is helpful uh, to many people who are suffering and uh, are without and haven't been able to work and and fall through these loopholes of um, or the cracks in, in the systems right now. Um, so I'm not demeaning that $600 isn't going to help some people, but, uh, that's our money. It's money we'll be having to pay back. And, uh, the way they are the arbitrators of good and who gets the money and, uh, and what businesses can and can't stay open. Why, why are these big industrial complexes like, uh, Amazon that have thousands of employees working, within close proximity together. And also why does Amazon not have to pay hazard pay to these employees? There's so many things that uh, can be said, but they're the arbitrators of who succeeds and who doesn't. And then, then we get their little, you know, as peasants, we get their little petty handouts, uh, $600. It's just kind of a, a sick thing that, uh, we're going through in our country. Um, so and I'm going to hit another area again, as the cure has definitely been worse than the disease itself. Drug overdoses have, uh, in San Francisco, been almost three to one of people die of a drug overdose and have died of coronavirus. And it's the same um, nationwide drug, drug overdoses are higher than they've ever been. Um, and, and that's just one element, uh, the despair, the mental illness that's creeping up, uh, the distrust in government, uh, just the isolation. I mean, there's so many things that uh, we're going to find are are so much worse um, than the actual disease itself. Um, so 
Let me go on to on a bright note. Let's, let me find my bright note here. Okay, and I'm going to get this in to make sure I have time. Because we're, as we're approaching this Christmas season, we need to find little elements of miracles in our lives and, uh, and be able to, with all these, all this corruption around us, we need to be able to have hope in something far greater than we are, something far greater than our corrupt elite politicians. And uh, this time of year for Christians, that hope is Jesus Christ and that he is more powerful. And as we experience, exercise our faith in him and exercise our faith in the good of, of most of humanity, then uh, we can, we can have great miracles. Well, Jupiter and Saturn tonight. So tonight, everybody uh, look out at the skies and we'll, we'll be seeing a very bright star that every 400 years, Jupiter and Saturn kind of cross paths and, uh, and it will be a very bright star. So it's kind of symbolic to our Christmas season and the star that pointed its way for the shepherds to find Christ. And uh, so a little Christmas miracle and get out and with your family and, and enjoy our, our solar system and, and uh, some of the cool things that it has to offer and some of the symbolism of, of the, the bright star on Christmas let me see if I can tell you the time. I don't think I've seen the time, so just make sure you look that up and make sure you, you have this opportunity with your family. Again, look up things to do with your family. Uh, go out and see the Christmas lights. If you just Google if you live here in Utah, but I'm sure if you, no matter where you live, you can look up Christmas light displays and go out and visit uh, different places and see the beautiful Christmas lights that are out and put on some Christmas music with your family. Come back and have a cup of hot chocolate and maybe uh, pumpkin rolls or whatever your tradition is for some holiday treats and uh, and read a Christmas story together, watch a Christmas movie. Make sure you're taking the time this week and not getting so overwhelmed by the things going on around us that you don't take that time to to build some traditions or continue your tra- your tra- traditions with your family. Um, and again, some of those traditions may need to be uh, over Zoom or over uh, FaceTime or other things that you can just share some uh, fun times with your family and your friends. Make sure you try to um, find somebody who may be a little lonely, drop off a plate of cookies or caramels or a card or a phone call. Uh, to uplift someone who may be isolated at this time of year. If you know people that are staying in assisted livings and other places that aren't allowed to have visitors, make sure you send a card or again, call somebody. Uh, It doesn't have to be somebody that's a relative to you. It can be some former church member that uh, moved out of their home and moved into a facility and may not be in your congregation anymore. But, you know, just try to be aware and think of people that may be isolated and could use that extra phone call or letter or plate of treats and, uh, and make that part of your, your activity with your family, or if you're single and by yourself, just go out there and serve your community and your, and your neighbors. And you'll find this Christmas season to be a lot brighter as we do that. Um, again, don't forget to go out and look at that star, you know, the, these planets crossing and, and see the bright star in the, the skies tonight. Um, trying to think of what else if if you weren't uh, with me the other day then i will share because i think i have how much time do i have left brian two and a half minutes so i'm gonna have to really fill up two and a half minutes because i don't want to go off on the news of the day right now since i've brought up christmas and uh so i'm going to try to keep it positive and i'll share my my mother's poetry on christmas is love again um because, uh, again, this is something that uh, I wish that uh, I have a lot of regrets in that area. I, I feel like I took care of my mother pretty good. But there are some things that I wished wished I would have got a red lobster one more time because she really wanted a red lobster, but I could never get her out. I certainly could have gone out and picked up some red lobster and brought to her. So just know that uh, that life is definitely limited and you may lose a loved one. And uh, so if there's something you feel like that loved one that uh, may may not have a lot of time left on this earth, 
uh, would like, try to get that done because you will regret not getting that done. If you know in the back of your mind that, that someone would really like something in their lives that uh, try to get that done before you don't have that opportunity. So Christmas is love. I love Christmas because Christmas is love. It's about the savior and the shepherds, the wise men and angels above. It is the love of a parent, a sister and a brother. It is sharing from the heart and giving to another. It is peace on earth and kind words spoken, a cheerful attitude and promises unbroken. Christmas is a story that will never grow old. For love is eternal, more precious than silver or gold. So that's for my mother, Barbara Poole, who passed away Friday the 13th in November, just a little over a month and 10 days ago. Um, so Merry Christmas, Mom. Uh, I'm glad that she shared that with us, and we will always have her spirit in our home on this Christmas season uh, as we share that and make that part of our family tradition, reading this this poem that my mother left behind. Uh, so make sure, again, that you're reaching out to those in need and uh, and that if you have loved ones that um, may not have a lot of time left, that you take that, those opportunities and you find out what's important and meaningful to them and try to Try to make sure they are able to enjoy uh, some of those things that they would like to enjoy uh, during their time left on this earth. So anyway, we'll be back tomorrow on more of the Trump Tater and see where our world's taking us tomorrow and wish everyone a, a great Christmas season this next week. And uh, please enjoy great times with your family. Mm-hmm.